0: The universe is full of big things. Possibly the largest thing out there is the Hercules-Corona-Borealis Great Wall, a cluster of galaxies spanning more than 10% of the observable universe. Welcome to Two Thirds Focused. I'm Rasmus.
1: And I'm Red. And I'm old. Yes, you are. Are
0: you old too? What's happening?
1: Yeah. Not even vintage, just old. That's the stage before I get vintage. That's where everything hurts and it's not cool yet. <laughs> <laughs> so wh- why are you saying that? Oh, my allergies on? are killing me. I am mm-hmm. um, I think I mentioned it before that uh, it hasn't been raining in a couple of days and the hay fever has gotten to me. And it's been getting worse over the last years. So every single like allergy season, it just gets worse. So I'm actually taking medicine now and I uh, got to the point where I had to take a day off today because I was feeling so under the weather that I couldn't even oh. walk properly
0: oh, that sucks
1: yeah but other than that I, I had a great couple of days you're
2: feeling better a little bit
1: after um, now after taking the medicine but I can already start feeling it like wearing off slowly okay yeah. mm. it's good. supposed to hold for like 12 hours I took it at 10 this morning so should still be good but I can already feel it the creeping back a few pills a lot of sleep Shouldn't do the trick? Yeah, yeah. And I probably have to take one before I go to bed um, because mm. uh, or else I'm not going to get another good night's sleep. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, other, other than that, everything's fine. Like the, the usual, you could say. it's uh, w- It was a lot of work. Um, we came back from Prague
0: last yeah. week,
1: like on the weekend, yeah, yeah. which was... Absolutely fantastic. I mean, I talked yeah, about you, it. Yeah, but the you last didn't time.
0: talk about it. I mean, except oh, it yeah, stopped except Paris yeah, and we, not we on we fire. You kind of
1: skipped that part, right? Uh, we had everything between minus three and plus 12 degrees Celsius. We didn't mm-hmm. have any rain except the first day when, when we arrived. But the rest of the day, it was snowing a couple of times. But then you would have like the April weather with sunshine, foggy, um, overcast, within we made a joke we went for like it was overcast we went to have lunch and like i peered out of the window and i'm like well it's snowing right now let's wait another 10 minutes and maybe order another drink so it's <laughs> sunny again when we go out <laughs> and we had another drink and we left 20 minutes later and it was sunny <laughs> Oh wow. and nice. uh, it, it, it was so much like we had a great time it was um my first time in prague also this uh, first time for Steph. Mm -hmm. And we thoroughly enjoyed it. Like the whole city is like one big Disneyland with all the little towers and castles and stuff. Really the the people are just the right amount of grumpy. They're not like, they're not making you feel too welcome, but they're also not completely hating your guts. So it's (laughs) absolutely fine. No, it feels like a normal city. I think this is what I like about Prague. It feels, uh, I mean, there are really touristy spots But most of the stuff we visited and we went to, it felt like a normal big city. So that was really nice. How's the food? Oh, the food was freaking fantastic. What did you have? You better like meat if you go there. It's really (laughs) meat heavy, like goulash (laughs) and um, dumplings and everything's drowning in sauce, which is right down the Swabian alley. Like this is right down my alley. Uh, You have wonderful, like the, the, the crowd, the cabbage they have is fantastic um but also uh, some people warned us and said it's like you're gonna look for salad and probably not gonna find it which is absolutely not true you have the normal metropolitan restaurants there you have your italian food you have your um vegan restaurants vegetarian restaurants so um yeah that that must have changed since i don't know when the people were there that told me that but uh Mm -hmm. it kind of you can get everything but if you look at the local cuisine the local cuisine is which we mainly stuck to really meat heavy really okay
0: did, did you also have the experience i mean uh i was in Prague like 12 13 years ago you were, just oh, so you were still the being pushed yeah. around
1: then <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, oh yeah but uh, late. Almost, <laughs> almost related <laughs> almost related to that uh we uh we, we had a class trip down there and we we, uh, or at least I went to a couple of museums mm-hmm. and because I'm me I mean I, I was looking at interesting things and maybe not the normal things you want to look at like peeking underneath tables and cabinets to see how they're put together and oh, all I was that.
2: killed for one sec and, <laughs> and, uh, you know those girls, I was shut up uh,
0: and, and uh, I found a door that was open and there was halberds and suits of armor there and there was oh. stairs going down and I walked down and I found myself suddenly, I'm in the basement and this is turning into a catacomb. And I'm walking and I'm looking and I was like, suddenly I had the thought of, there's, there's not much light down here. I don't think this is a part of the normal museum. Probably not, yeah. But And I took a few pictures and I had like, this was fun and interesting. And I walked back up and I look at the door that was open. And I was like, oh yeah, there's no entrance written on that door. <laughs> uh never mind let me let me just walk out here and I'll pretend nothing happened oh that, that <laughs>
1: happened to me though um also in Prague when we went to uh, one of the places we visited was the Leica gallery mm-hmm. so my wife nicely pointed out to me like you know there's a like a gallery and I'm like you telling me that and she's like yes I love you <laughs> so we went there <laughs> and um, it was really small uh, if I may have to be honest like it's not worth it visiting it because you have a probably grand total of 30 taking pictures in there that that are like on the wow. walls. So I'm looking around it's like, that can't be all. And I'm turning around and I see, Oh they are there, there, there are stairs leading up. And I'm just without thinking walking up and I'm in the middle of their office. where Like people <laughs> on the phone, just looking at me going like, what? I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, because I didn't look at it. The, the, the door was open, but it also said like office mm. on the door, but because it was, locked open i was just like pacing through saying oh there's the stairs there must be the rest of the gallery <laughs> <laughs> and i was double disappointed <laughs> yeah yeah but uh they didn't know if it's i don't know what to say it's uh, everybody who has the chance should definitely visit it because um i think it inspired a lot of uh stories and um, i wouldn't say myth but uh how do you call it? fairy tales mm-hmm. um and also, vice versa. I believe because there were so many writers there that wrote the fairy tales, um, they yeah. got inspired by the city, and I think the city then inspired themselves from what the writers wrote. Kind of mm-hmm. feels like that, like a spiral. Uh, Architecture wise, fantastic. You got modern buildings um, with a lot of glass. A really nice um, the, the the combination. Between old buildings with like modern parts built to them, or just old buildings with uh, modern glass windows on the on the roofs, stuff like that, really nice. Also, they have the most creepiest TV tower I've ever seen. It's look it looks absolutely dystopian, and it's like three columns going up like an oil rig, and it okay. has like big squares, and it kind of looks like the um, this Japanese capsule apartment. Remember mm-hmm. those oh. they tore down?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and
1: if, if you've seen pictures of that. So it kind of looks like three of those on top. And then some artists thought it would be a great idea to have some metal, I don't know, probably six meter tall babies crawling up the facade.
2: Okay. And it
1: just looks creepy as fuck. <laughs> yeah, and I shot the I, picture I in up. black and white. So double creepy. I'm going to, like, if you guys remind me, I'm going to post some uh, pictures on Sunday. I mean, Sunday. Th-
0: that, that shit looks like some... Like Orwellian
1: Panopticon kind of thing. Oh,
0: yeah, like the 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 all-seeing eye in the center of the, the the city to surveil everybody. Oh yeah, that's
1: yeah, absolutely. It's um, I looked at it and I thought it's like oh yeah, so this is where Valve gets his inspiration.
0: Uh...
1: <laughs> because it looked like that citadel type stuff of like um, Half Life Two or the um, Alex.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. Half Life Two is definitely sort of along that yeah. uh, style of it.
1: So everyone who has the chance should definitely visit Prague. Good food, um, nice, uh, just everything combined. We took the city pass for three days. Not sure if it's worth it, but we visited a lot of um, art galleries, photos, museums, uh, the castle. The castle is absolutely fantastic. Not so much, like they have a big cathedral in there, but just the the parts around it are fantastic. There's like a little alley. It looks like Tygon Alley from uh, Harry Potter. And, oh, Di- um, Diagon Alley, yeah yeah. so def- definitely worth a visit yep, yeah. and then yeah. back here, normal work week and um, allergies at the end of the week now but it's good Fun stuff because now it's a bank holiday tomorrow here so Easter weekend is upon us, including Monday
0: uh, yeah, pe- people people. have been saying like, oh, are you doing anything for Easter and all that, and I'm like no uh I'm I'm going to the forge. I'm hiding from people I guess, yeah. as as per usual. You yeah. can
2: you can hide chocolate eggs in the forge and then forget about them and
0: find them. And then they'll be molten and moldy.
2: Yeah. Doesn't matter if it's chocolate.
0: Uh yeah, I I don't I'm not big for
2: sweets. You can you can hide m- meatballs in the forge <laughs> <laughs> forget about them and then search for them on Monday welcome to the
1: world's <laughs> fastest steak <laughs> it will be cooked yeah. by but
0: I, I have I have been having some fun in the forge though I actually did start on my first like proper mosaic Damascus billet
2: yeah I've seen that it's pretty cool which
0: I'm not sure how well it's been going because when I looked at it again today there are some cracks at the end of it yeah but it's which your
2: first one
0: yeah, and 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 I mean I'm 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 being very critical, and I'm like, oh, okay. I think that if I cut off another centimeter of the end, mm-hmm. all of the cracks will be gone. It's mm-hmm. just like a bit of splitting in the end of the billet. What uh, method
2: did you use? Did you just weld the thing, or did you use the billet, or how yeah, yeah. Well, did you manage to to
0: do it? Uh, I I'm using ten, ninety five, and fifteen and twenty. Okay, uh, alternating layers. Mm-hmm. I. I took the mig welder and welded down at the at the ends of it, uh-huh. and stuck on a bit of sixteen mil square at the end for a bit of a handle to uh-huh. manipulate it about. Okay. Uh, and by all means, I haven't like I haven't done far down into the process of all of this. Um, uh, did,
1: did you count? Like, how far did you stack it, and how many times did you fold it so far?
0: I haven't fold. I mean, that's the thing. I haven't really done any folding yet. Okay. All you just, I've done so you just is get it to the stage welded. of. Uh yeah, I just forged all well it together and mm-hmm. drew it out. So I, st- uh, I had uh, nearly 20 layers, 19 layers or something. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because I, I, for some reason I thought it would be a good idea to have 1095 at the outside of both ends. Mm-hmm. And then I went home and I slapped on it. So I was like, that doesn't make any sense at all. But I still did that. So we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what, I'm, what I've done so far is take that tall uh, rectangular billet and forge it down into just about square. 25 yeah. mil square and made it about 20 something centimeters long. And then I did that uh, thing where I'm sort of reforging it on the diagonal. So I'm establishing another square okay. on the diagonal of the original 25 by 25 billet, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm getting... Uh, currently, I'm only forged like C patterns inside of the billet, Yeah. in, in theory. In mm-hmm. theory, yeah. And then the next step uh, is to forge this down into a flat bar again, something along the lines of being, well, I honestly, I don't know what it will stretch to, but maybe 30 by 8, 30 by 10 mil, Okay. Mm-hmm. or 25 by 10 mil or something. It's perfect uh, for a
2: sword blade, wink, wink. And,
0: hold, on, hold on, and then <laughs> I'll uh, cut that into sections, stack on top of each other, and then I'll be turning this into feather Damascus, so I'll be restacking that on top of each other, and then I'll be driving a wedge down the center that will... It, it doesn't make sense to actually describe this on an audio podcast, but I'm trying anyway. Uh, when I sort of have all of these Cs on top of each other going down, mm-hmm. I will then drive a wedge down the center of it, like a blunt one which will push the top layers downwards. So all of the C's I have will be starting to curl inwards towards the center and it'll mm-hmm. become really mushy in the center mm-hmm. after I welded those two halves back together again.
1: So it's going to look like waves a little bit.
0: Feather pattern is what they call it. Feather but yes. pattern, okay, yeah. yeah. So in theory, I should have like a weld line Going up the center that will be brighter than everything else, and then I will have like these curls coming up from that and out towards the side. So,
1: are you planning on making something out of it, or are you just gonna play with the patterns and stuff till you basically at one point probably mess it up and just dispose of it? Uh,
0: I want uh, honestly, I only want to use this for jewelry. Like, this if I can get this feather pattern right, the way Mm -hmm. I want it to be. It's going to be all done uh, into jewelry.
1: Oh, so you actually have a plan behind it. You're not just playing around with it, but you're actually trying to get that result. Yes. Nice.
0: But, I mean, I I have no proper idea how any of this would work, work out because, like, the billet at the moment, as I said, is uh, t- uh 25 by 25 square.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or thereabout. And it's 20 centimeters long. Uh, I want to forge this down into 10 by 10 square yeah Yeah. and then maybe i'll be making and then i'll be making like wedding rings out of it which Mm -hmm. means i'll be forging it down to maybe six by six square Mm -hmm. so all of that manipulation of material will distort the pattern a lot and i don't know how uh, the layer count uh, that i have started with how that will translate down into that fine of a size In theory i should leave it really bold because as it gets smaller and smaller it gets stretched out and it needs to be bold to be visible but i don't know i have a feeling there's so many details in this that i'm not fully aware of and conscious of just because the process of pattern welding is not intuitive for me yet yeah
2: could could you spare a little uh, bit of the billet uh, every time you you before doing the next step so you can cut it, analyze it, and see what was the result before, like, folding it and stretching it a little bit more? Yes.
0: Yeah, probably, I I was thinking down those lines, and I haven't really decided on exactly how, but, yeah, I'll probably, before splitting it down to center, that makes the most sense, I will take half and put aside, and I will split the other half and see how that translates, and then I can decide if I want to double the layer count. Yeah. Or if I'll just do the same with this and worst case scenario, I'll be making knives out of it.
2: Yeah.
0: Because a good bladesmiths never fail at making a knife. They just make smaller and smaller knives. Yep. That's what I keep telling people at my classes. I and mean, they <laughs> always make it they make them happy. Because yeah. we'll just grind away more of that <laughs> rubbish you've forged and we'll find a knife in there somewhere. <laughs>
2: That's very true.
0: And speaking of, I've been playing around with the power hammer again today. Yes. Uh making knives. Cool. And I think I'm at a nearly good stage, the forge I have, I don't like the setup of the forge and the temperature of it because the gas bottle freezes and it's, yeah, I can't go long for, at forge building temperature with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, also why I haven't done more of the, the Mosaic Damascus uh, thing, but I got 10 knives laminated and forge welded in about three hours and forged to rough shape.
2: That That's good, but I'm not going to comment because you're just bragging now, so...
0: <laughs> yeah, but it felt good because I was <laughs> c- suddenly like it felt comfortable and efficient of using the power hammer.
1: Uh, absolutely, yeah. I was getting
0: a bit more into the rhythm of like how far I can push things before it start, or um, and still have control of the material without it going wonky or too thin or yeah. too crooked or something.
2: How, how long have you been using the power hammer now? It's been like what months or so? A little bit
0: uh, more. No, since about Christmas. Okay. But so, I haven't yeah. used it a lot. I mean, because I haven't had time to implement it into a lot of the shit I was doing before the big market and all of that.
2: still pretty good to feel good about the, a new tool in such a period of time and being able to make it worth your time. Like being able to forge so many blades in such a small amount of time with it.
0: Mm. Yeah, I it proud, of, I st- yeah, I still have the same amount of time left, at least, uh, before the knives are finished. But, I mean, I've been cutting the time now at least down from, uh, I mean, nearly an hour for like an 8 centimeter knife blade down to, hopefully I'll get to the under 40 minutes in this patch. It's pretty good. I st- it's still longer than I like, but yeah, it's getting there. You will get but to I mean, I mean, I mean It's longer than time. I like yeah, because but... I'm already selling them a lot more expensively than a lot of other knife makers in Norway. Yeah. But also, I'm running a fucking business and a lot of other knife makers, they are retired and having just having fun.
2: Yeah, also yeah. that. And they don't have expenses as you do, probably
0: yeah, and there, there's also like a lot of people who do that, do knife forging at a nearly industrial level, Yeah. Uh, and there's also also people who are like still have knife blades that they bought of people who died 20, 30 years ago and they're reselling them online. Oh. so it's like uh, I, yeah, the market is weird in that sense. I mean, it's, it's a kind of a collector's item at some point. okay, but yeah, anyway, how, how's your week red?
2: exactly uh busy uh, it, it's been been busy because we had a birthday party yesterday for the
0: kid yeah i s- you you turned him into a demon Uh um, almost
2: yeah hmm. Some, something close to that uh <laughs> we decided to uh, make a, a party on the theme of minecraft because he's really into minecraft since he oh right. discovered Sorry. the game
0: this was the 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 kid's Celebration party, not his actual birthday. No, the birthday was in March. And so, yeah, yeah.
2: we we couldn't make a a party, so to speak, with his friends before that because reasons. So we decided to push it a little bit uh, further down the line. And so it was yesterday. So the theme was Minecraft. Um, He had three guests who are, I think, all into Minecraft themselves. So it was like a good thing to have them have a big um we basically turned the apartment into into um I don't remember it's the Ender or the Nether or it's it's the, like the parallel world of Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Like not not Ender where, Dragon I think? Ender Dragon? But yeah
1: probably. Yeah world. N- n- Netherworld.
2: Netherworld. Or both. I'm I'm not sure
1: because I don't know. <laughs> so so you were the slender man?
2: Uh, uh no, he, I was playing uh, the blacksmith because uh, the kids. Hey. Yeah, I was. I said I, I was playing. The but the, oh, okay. <laughs> 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 the kid had to um, buy some uh, sword in order to slay the dragon, because at the end of the party, the, the a big dragon that we made with the wife uh, out of cardboard box oh, uh, yeah. were was the chasing them. Uh, so they had to uh, uh, do games in order to get points. The points were coins. And with the coins, they were able to buy me the swords. And so they had to get an order uh, by drawing the swords. And whilst they were eating the cakes, I was gluing the two drawings of the sword that they made uh on each side of um, swords that i cut out of cardboard uh, mm. with my laser engraver or cutter in order to make proper sword for them and so at the end of the party they had their swords and so when the dragon came they were able to they, they were able to kill it and they were super happy and they had a good time nice. it was really fun to do that yeah, that sounds like um, a lot of fun. Yeah, also yeah. for you. Yeah, well, for me, if, for me, it was like a, a bit of pressure because nothing was really ready, uh, like three hours before the
1: party. Uh, hey, only that's t- fine. <laughs> that, that, yeah, sounds like any of our projects. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, or I, podcast I, preparations, <laughs> or exactly. <laughs> we I only don't, don't,
0: don't spill our secrets.
2: <laughs> yeah, shh. Um, we only had um, the portal made out of black card box with stuff like in order to make them go into that world so it was also fun to just prep everything and to play with them because yeah we had to um organize the the, the games and to play the blacksmith so it was like we were involved um in this yeah fun party with the kids mm-hmm. so it was it was great to do that how, how um, many kids did you say there were uh there were four in total including my kids so only three guests nice. but no, that's a good the... party size yeah yeah it's a good size because in the apartment no, i mean it like dungeon like be... dnd party
0: yeah, size. i just want to say <laughs> adventurous adventurous size
2: yeah that too so yeah it was fun uh we did that all the prep uh today I I gave some love to my car, uh, so to speak. So it well it sounded better in my head. You, no <laughs> uh, oh my bad. Oh I was
1: to interrupt, I, I just, just remember it broke. I just remembered. No it didn't
2: didn't broke. Did didn't break. It it hmm? was just I I I twice a year you I have to change my tires, right? For summer tires and winter tires. Yes. Mm-hmm. When I do that, I do a full check on the car like cleaning and and full check of everything so that's what i did today so it was like uh, some uh, tlc i think it's it's cool Mm -hmm. somewhere yeah Yeah. Yeah, what's what's still rust
1: and what's already gone (laughs)
2: yeah uh it's holding pretty well to be honest it's a it's an old car now and she she's she's doing well so far so i i hope it will uh it will last a little bit longer because i need a lot so yeah So that's pretty much my week, aside from work, because work has been, uh, yeah, custom orders. I have to make patterns for a guy and some parts um, for cosplay that uh, he wants to to do, but I'm not going to go public with it because it's, like, very specific stuff that only he knows about. Uh, Obscure character I've never heard of. So, yeah, not very, very interesting for... um, people to see so yeah i've been working uh taking care of my car and, and my family and kids so that's that's my week nice
0: Excellent. and now you need to segue into the topic
2: and, uh,
1: oh that's th- it just going back to the party and it's like it's it was such a great party his kid will talk about it to his kids what his grandfather did <laughs> <laughs> their grandfather well done, well done. nice
0: <laughs> yeah i i, I had I, I think this is a combination of me uh, listening to a lot of bits and bytes of podcasts and sort of realizing that there's as uh, grandparents and I mean I, I, in my mind it's especially like the grandfather character but mm-hmm. grandparents in general have this special kind of nearly mythological power in our minds oh, as yeah. kids.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and I had that thinking. I mean, I I, I live with my nan. Uh, I, I have the basement apartment at my of my nan, so. And her going through dementia sometimes, like, sometimes it's really, really evident that, no, like, yeah, there's lots of lights on, but there's not many people at home anymore. Mm. And Mm. in the span of, like, that three-minute conversation, she can ask the same question four times on a bad day now, Mm. which is interesting. Mm. But it got me thinking also sort of to back to my grandfather and sort of how... Important that character, not 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 specifically my grandfather in this case, but just the idea of a grandfather character, who has, like, he's mellowed after decades and decades on this earth. So mm. he's gone through a lot of shit. He's dealt with a lot of things. Yeah. He's learned a hell of a lot. And in the case of my grandfather, really handy, like, really able to teach us things and bring us along and have us experience things. Mm-hmm uh like i I think i mentioned this before that i i got my first knife from my grandfather to sharpen it when i was about six and i got an axe shortly after that yeah and got and learned how to sharpen and care for that as well but also at like maybe at the age of seven i helped my granddad blow up a rock with dynamite (laughs) nice (laughs) That's good. Uh, that's
2: got Shywood right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. by all means,
0: my, my grandfather he wrote the book on explosives engineering. Oh, in Norway, I have nice. he wrote two books and I have both of them that I got. Uh, I which I sadly I haven't read them why, yet. Why but do I like, have
1: that picture in my head of just like a Viking standing there, X in one hand and throwing dynamite <laughs> with the other?
0: <laughs> Not too far
1: off, but except he wasn't all that tall.
0: He was even smaller than I, I am but but yeah i i uh now i'm
1: thinking of a gnomish engineer <laughs> blowing us
0: that's my world of warcraft character and Br- it's keep him out of this <laughs> uh no uh, i i just had that thought of like there's some kind of mythology myth- mythology to mm. grandparents yeah and i was just wondering like h- how's your experience with that
1: absolutely the same
0: even to dynamite Nah,
1: like my minus <laughs> minus the dynamite, but um it's kind of difficult. Like we usually what I what you when you think of your grandparents, they're usually not strict because they are like your parents, but they, they are the ones that do stuff with you and you're allowed to do stuff you're usually not allowed to do at home. And yes. then um b- because they, they, they don't have to raise you. Mm. They're basically there to have a good time with you and then they give you if you're jacked up on sugar and mm-hmm. sweets and stuff like that, they just give you back to have kids. And yeah. Go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your problem now. <laughs> exactly. Back to you. Um, in a way, my grandparents were like that. My, uh, my grandmother is still alive um, here in Germany. My grandfather in Germany was the first one to pass at the age of mm-hmm. 81 uh, due to cancer. And my grandfather in the U.S. only died a few years ago at the age of 95. My grandmother, mm. some years before that the but especially my grandfather in Germany was the the figure I remember most, of course, because my grandmother's still alive, um when it came down to it because he was it wasn't we were allowed to do a lot of stuff, but she was also strict. so they also not that they raised us, but he was really determined about um when we reached a certain age. What they did is they took each of their grandchildren on vacation. So -hmm. my brother and I were allowed to go on vacation to them. And it was in um, Canary Islands back then, Mm. which was for us fantastic, but also away. And we were pretty young at that point. I mean, I was, I think my brother was nine and I was maybe 12. So, um, and it was, we thought we were allowed to like go on the beach, have fun and everything. And we did that too, but it was also a drill camp on etiquette. (laughs) <laughs> mm. oh oh and german drill camp we were sitting at the restaurant in the evening and my grandfather would tell us it's like you take your um knife and fork like from the outside in this is for the main course and then to, like gave us the look when we come in and it's like so uh why didn't you take the coat of your grandmother off yet and we're like oh <laughs> just take it the coat put it into the hanger and uh nice. it was kind of in a playful way he was never too strict but i learned my parents taught me so many things about life, but my grandfather taught me about etiquette. Mm-hmm. And it was like after those, I think, one or two weeks of vacation, we come home. That was like coming back from a drill <laughs> camp. And it was fun. Like they, he managed to make it fun for us. But I still remember to that day. And whenever I had questions, I looked up to him for so many things. Because it's uh, he was kind of like the external, we call it the external prophet. Because I mean, especially when I, you turn 13, 14 and your parents su- like, suddenly start getting more difficult.
2: <laughs>
1: because it's not I'm that in puberty. No, no, it's all the fault of my parents. So yeah. like whatever oh, oh, they oh, yeah. do is definitely always wrong. And uh, But I never had that with my grandfather. So for a lot of things, I looked up to him. Yeah. And um, this is kind of the picture that has been in my mind since this day of him. So really thankful for it, and I now, because I'm old enough, realized the kind of drill camp we went through. Um, and unknowingly, I picked up a lot of his interests later on. I always seen him with his camera. I now received his old camera from my grandmother, and I mean I'm talking about a point and shoot, like a Ricoh mm-hmm. uh, from 1988. And it still works and it's fantastic. And I'm making pictures with it now at the family events and everybody's like juggling a little bit because everybody who's old enough still remembers my grandfather running around with their camera on every family event. Like, no, everybody get together, we're making a picture. And <laughs> now I'm that guy. So there's a couple of things I'm picking up from that and it's, it's nice remembered. So it's, yeah, I definitely have a certain picture of my grandfather in my mind when it comes to that.
0: I find it kind of interesting that like oh, we have like two sets of grandparents, but for both of us, it sounds like it's one of them that was the most important.
1: Um, yeah, that, that has many reasons because um, my dad being American and yeah. me being born and growing up in uh, Germany, I mean, my dad moved to Germany when he was 22. Yeah. So he's been most of his life. He was fluent. Like after a year, he was fluent in German. So I've been growing up on the German side of them, and it was un- not until later that I visited my grandparents over there. But it was only on vacation. While in here in Germany, I was constantly around my family and my my grandparents here. So uh, the later yeah, years. Yeah, I mean when that
0: I'm... that ex- that would. Explain it. It is difficult to go with parents or grandparents who live on the opposite side of Exactly. It
1: world. was like mm-hmm. I love all of my grandparents um, equally, but it's just I was not as influenced by the American part as it was by the, uh, by the German one. Hmm. Yeah,
0: How's it for you, Red?
2: Well... What, what's, what Jan just said is interesting because he said he, he, he loves his grandparents equally. Uh, that's not the case for me, <laughs> I have to be honest. Um, uh, my I One of my grandparents, I, I, I never knew. One of my grandfather, I never knew. He was dead before, before he died, before I was born. Mm. So I never uh, met him and never knew who he was. Uh, and from what I've heard, it was not the best man on the planet um okay. he, he had these demons and and so my dad had a quite difficult childhood i believe um so he did his best with me not knowing what a, a real father uh was like i believe and so my grandmother mother of my of my father uh was not my favorite one so to speak <laughs> she was an old grumpy lady uh who didn't like kids uh and was and my dad was not his favorite favorite child she had three children two two daughters and and my dad so he was uh the youngest one but not the favorite one uh, which make the relationship with her a little bit difficult because she was always yeah. using my dad and not thanking him or loving him as he should have been loved, if that makes yeah. sense, from my child point of view.
0: Yeah, a, bit, a sort of different question to that. Did she tell your father that he wasn't her favorite?
2: No, but it was fucking obvious when I was a kid. Okay. Yeah, it was it was very very obvious to me. Mm. Um, so and and now she's gone, and we had many occasions to talk about um, his mother with my dad, and he told me like crazy story when he was he was a kid he he, he had to work very early and she she was hard hard on him so. Yeah. Anyway, that side of the family doesn't really count because I never knew my grandfather. My grandmother was very; she was she was a, a stranger for me. She was outside of the family. I had to meet her like a, a few times. Uh, well, often probably, but I prefer to remember it like a few times when we had to go and heat uh, eat at her place on Sunday, on Sundays. So not very important. Um My mother's uh, parents were obviously my favorite my I probably talked about my grandfather a a, a few times in the podcast but he's like yes as you said Raz this mythological figure this like semi-god of a man sitting on his chair always spitting pearls of wisdom when he was um, talking rarely talking because he was like my grandfather was a very quiet man um so when he was uh, when he was young um he started uh, to work in a coal mine and he was and he became a miner so he was down the pit uh, for many many years um trying to um dig the mountain and and find uh coal in order to um heat the 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 households of the village and the region which um, and, and
0: we all know that uh, digging for coal has only health benefits.
2: Absolutely. So he, yeah. he, he really, as many people over there, really sacrificed uh, his life for his family because it was mm. over there the only way to to make a living. You you had two choices. Uh, be a farmer or be a miner. And a farmer was very difficult. It was in the mountains, so very little space and all the, the fields were like... Uh, uh very hard. on a hillside he, on a hillside oh. and very difficult to work um so yeah he went for the op- other choice and and sacrificed his life for that so when i knew him as uh, as long as i can remember i was probably 6 <clears throat> around that time my parents were building their house so they spent the whole summer building the house and we had to go with my sister Live with my grandparents in the mountains for all summer. It's probably what the best memory that I have from them because even though my grandmother was very strict on the rules, like she had just put wax on the uh, on the floor, so we had to take off our shoes and walk with this little cushion under our feet because <laughs> she was waxing the thing, um, and and we couldn't fight. And we had uh, we were allowed to have only one candy after lunch. Um, she was a, a um, strict woman because that sounds she, nearly medieval. Yeah, but she had to. She, she had. She, I I understood later that. My grandfather was already sick from being a minor. He he was already diminished as a man because of respiratory problems. So she had to do everything. And she had to take care of the house, take care of my grandfather, take care of the garden. She was gardening a lot because we had to eat. So she was growing all kinds of vegetables. And it was also super fun to go in the garden uh, with her Take the, the dirt and burn dead leaves and it was like
1: yeah fire
2: and I was sick, so it was, it
0: was great but, oh yeah, yeah fire is always great yeah
2: exactly so but she, she was very strict because she uh, was raising us and she had she took the respons- responsibility of us for an entire summer whilst my parents were busy so she had oh. to keep us alive <laughs> and, mm. and not and, and prevent us from from uh, get getting hurt because I was very.
0: Stupid. This was still while your grandfather was alive.
2: Yeah, he was still alive at that time. Yeah. So the, the 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 thing that I remember from that summer was my grandmother cooking and being very very strict on all the rules in the house and gardening with her. What I remember from from my grandfather from that summer was that he he was not really interested in rules and etiquette. It was quite the opposite of of Jans, actually, because he taught me a lot about life and not about etiquette and rules. He's the one that taught me how to carve a stick in order to go for a walk in the forest. He taught me how to find north in the forest. What kind of mushroom I could eat and not eat. Uh, Same thing with um, a lot of stuff that you can find in the forest because it was the mountain and we were surrounded uh, by forest. He taught me how to... Uh, Cut mint leaves in order to make some tea uh, in the evening How to start a fire How to hold a knife How to sew your own uh, socks If all um, appeared one day And he told me the most important phrase um, For me, it's probably the most important phrase that he told me It was, a man has to be um, able to do everything so it was not like, oh, you you must be able to do everything. But there is no difference between what a man and a woman must do or can do. If you are a man, you are able, able to stitch, to sew, to cook, to clean your house. Even at the time, it was like very, very um mo- a modern point of view because it was very clear that the woman had had to take care of the household and clean the thing and cook for children and take care of the children. My grandfather was like, no, you have to know everything about everything and be able to do everything about well uh, yeah, just do everything yeah. so it, it no, was no pressure no pressure but but <laughs> it it's um, actually no pressure but it was it was like an epiphany for me because...
0: Yeah, I guess it's more of a, a, a view and mentality or a, a <laughs> yeah. mental state of looking at the world instead of, no, this is, this is what it takes to be a man is you need to you know everything
2: yeah I think so because looking back at what my my parents' relation was, my dad was working my mother was working, but they had clear rules in in the house my mother was taking care of the inside of the house and taking care of therefore cleaning cooking raising our children, and my dad was taking care of the outside of the house so the garden the the cars the the i mean every like, manly, quote-unquote, work that had to be done. It was him, right? My grandfather told me at a very young age, I was six, like, no, you must be able to do everything. And therefore, cooking is not like a dishonor when you are a man. Cleaning is not a dishonor. Making the laundry, you have to know how to do it because the day you're on your own and nobody's here to do it for you, if you don't know how to do it, you're fucked. So that was a very important lesson that he taught me at a very young age. And that's probably what also like helped me forging my own um, mindset about things. Like I want to know everything about everything because I want to be able to do everything uh, anytime. So yeah, he was this very quiet man most of the time sitting at a chair at the dinner table and not saying much, actually, leaving everything to my grandmother. But when he didn't agree, just his feet, his fist on the table, like a big bang, not a big one, actually, but just a small bang on the table. And my my grandmother would shut up for the rest of the day. (laughs) it was like the sign that she went too far too quickly about something and it was like no stop shut up now let the kids be be kids and have fun in my house
0: yeah that was my question it was that it sounded like it could almost be like a political disagreement but it was mostly just how to raise you
2: yeah, because it, if one day we were, like, uh, chasing each other with my sister, right? Yeah, and it was an old house with the wooden flooring, a lot of furniture and, and small decoration, like the, uh, I don't know, like vase and stuff like that, fragile stuff that you're not supposed to run next to because it's yeah. you can't break it, right? And so my grandmother was chasing us to make us stop. <laughs> and yeah, my my grandfather just put his fist on the table like, shut up, stop, let the kids be kids. And he, he didn't have to speak. And that was like this, for me, six years old kid, he had magic power. Like it was like, that's the kind of man that you listen to even when it is not is not talking he yeah. doesn't have to talk because yeah authority on his family and this authority authority comes from the fact that he was sacrificing his life in order to make a living for his family so yeah
1: and it's funny that stuff like that happens at the like dinner table or lunch table because I, if if I may because I just remember a story actually my parents told me or my mom Mm -hmm. when she was younger um, about my grandfather. And my grandmother was bickering about because um, I think they were sitting down for lunch and somebody spilled like a little drop on the um, tablecloth. Mm Mm-hmm. And my grandmother started bickering about it and just like, wow, I've just washed it. I put a new one on today. And for some reason, it was so back and forward. So my grandfather, sick of it, just took a spoon out of the pudding that was for dessert and just slapped that yeah. on it, took wow. his finger and like rubbed it in, said, and now it doesn't matter anymore.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm. <laughs> and I know my grandfather, and this is 100% something he would do. I also know my grandmother. Really well, and I'm sure he paid in a thousand different ways. For that afterwards. She probably like the same. She, my mom said she didn't say anything. She just gave him a look, yeah. And then didn't say anything, and I'm like, oh, oh, he paid.
2: Yeah, but that, that's exactly what I'm talking about. It's, it's like the sacrificing yourself because you know that you are the grandfather, and you know that your word won't be questioned inside of your family inside because for good reasons it's not Mm. like i'm the grandfather so i am the authority i know everything about anything so you have to respect me no it's not that it was earned respect that
1: that that's true and also also in, in the case of my grandfather he was um like the german one he was also really close to nature Mm-hmm. I mean, um, from a family of hunters, and he was a hunter, but also the same. He just loved hiking in the mountains, and he knew every tree, every animal, every bird. He could like tell you everything about it, and he didn't. Was he such Pocahontas? A... <laughs> was he Pocahontas? No, just a hunter. Okay. Like this one, you, you can. You, eat.
0: Ne- you nearly started singing "Colors of the Wind." But no, okay. this one. This, this <laughs> one. You...
1: No, like this one's yummy. This one you can eat. Don't eat that. Yeah, <laughs> don't don't, don't yeah, so don't, those that's are the good most mushrooms. Don't eat that one. Yeah, those those mushrooms are good for the first hour after that. Nope. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. No, it's just um he is he was not a big man of the church, which is really uncommon for the day and age he grew up in to be that open about it. And um but he was just all his time he spent basically uh, either going hunting, I mean hunting in the widest sense. So like mm-hmm. sometimes he wouldn't even take his gun with him. He'd just like sit down and enjoy the animals. He also I had did most some bad my hearing. hunting with a cannon. Well, he had no. He had some bad hearing because of um the Second World War. He was working at the. No, pl- no,
0: like the, the camera.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the, it's a they, joke. G- that that. Too. <laughs> Sorry, but to that, my dad, when he got into the family, he went hunting with my grandfather. And they were sitting up there and my dad would be with the gun and they would see the boars down in the field and he was slowly getting ready. And my grandfather didn't take his gun because he didn't feel like it, but he would take his camera, the Rico, yeah. and he would like switch it on and you can hear the, <laughs> whoo- <laughs> from the And he couldn't hear it because his hearing was, uh, like, hearing was so damaged from uh, the Second World War because he was like had to work next to the flag cannons. Mm-hmm. So he oh, wouldn't hear yeah. it, and he would just zoom with the, the camera. It was, just like, zzz, 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 zzz. and you could see the boars or, the, or deer just like heads up and gone. Uh, uh, yeah, and he just totally turns around to my father. You probably moved too fast. <laughs> <laughs> my with the kind of like, <laughs> That's great. He That's great. Yeah, and he couldn't oh, wow. hear it. And um, yeah, it's it, it, the, those are like some of the stories, and I just I, I love hearing that because I was old enough when he like I knew my grandfather and I knew him well and this is like one of the things I really enjoy because I can when my parents talk with their sisters and brothers like my uncles and aunts um, about the stories what Mm. they did as a kid and how he reacted this is my grandfather like he wasn't really different to that I mean we had some more leeway with a lot of stuff we did but uh, yeah definitely and But you can hear them like going more quiet. Like, remember the one time you pissed them off and like the whole table goes quiet? Like, yeah, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there's definitely that authority that comes with it too.
2: Was it the same for you, Raz? Mm-hmm. Um, Aside from it, blowing stuff with dynamite, was he this figure of knowledge and wisdom and calmness? Calm?
0: Yeah. I mean, he, my father's father, he passed away when I was six. Mm -hmm. And it's my mom's father who I sort of grew up with having that mythological figure. But also, he passed away when I was 10. Oh, okay. So, uh, like, yeah, I've only really had uh, my nan, really. Mm -hmm. At least up until my mom remarried and we sort of got a new set of grandparents there. But, uh, yeah, I, I remember him being strict and particular like, certain things had to be done in a certain way.
2: Mm. Yeah. yeah. But
0: also, like... He 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 would take us out on skiing trips and he would talk to us and teach us things and he would sing. Nice. And uh, he, he would show us, like, this and that. And, like, he he's the reason I got into the scouts because he was a scout leader and he suffered a stroke on a scout trip and died as a oh, result no. of that. But... I, I only got into the scouts like the year after because mm-hmm. because I, I was so young at the moment. Like the scouts weren't really all that interesting mm-hmm. yet. But yeah, I mean, in, in my, I, I remember all of the things of like him being strict and me getting in trouble. But it's not the memories I have of him, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like I have the memory of that factually happening. I know it was a thing, but emotionally I don't remember that part. Okay. Emotionally it is... All of the interesting nature things that I remember, especially like being in the south of Norway at the cabin that uh, that the Germans occupied because it was brilliant for keeping a watch of the fjord <laughs> during the war, uh, and like and it's been in his family for ages, and uh, I think it was my grandfather's grandfather that built that cabin, and I I grew up spending many summers down there and all of that, and that's sort of yeah a lot of those memories come from mostly just nature things Mm
2: -hmm. for me the grandfather can be only one of four things the funny grandfather Mm. the grumpy grandfather (laughs) the wise grandfather and the very quiet grandfather Mm-hmm. like the one you,
0: that you can have combinations though but yeah I, of yeah. course of course I get, but, I, get uh, I think that's a good way of categorizing it at least yeah. simplifying it
2: yeah very simplified that would be north, south east, west and, and you have everything in the middle but,
1: and the, the, the light-hearted one maybe or well, you can put it on not, not necessarily funny but light-hearted this is the, the image I have of my grandfather over in the US because yeah. when, when I moved over there when I ordered, actually visited them more often they were already retired mm-hmm and he used to be a pilot navigator during second world war um commercial pilot afterwards um cargo Mm -hmm. pilot um till his final retirement and um he do you know when you you meet old people that are absolutely one with themselves so they can't be shaken they they, they're not there's like nothing can throw them off yeah like um
0: Oh, what's the word? N- not maybe not stoic, but like untiltable.
1: Yeah, they don't. They don't. He he never lost his cool, hmm. and he was just completely at peace with himself, with his retired life. Like he would get, get up every morning at the same time, like around seven thirty a.m. Um, he would uh, stay also late. Like he would fall in asleep in front of the TV watching old black and white movies at like probably twelve to one o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then just wake up at like one thirty and get off the armchair, go over to bed, sleep. Get up at seven thirty because at eight he would be in the garage on his treadmill, mm-hmm. while listening oh, wow. to some marching band and just <laughs> be an hour on the treadmill. He did that up till he was ninety one. Wow! Oh wow! So, I that, that is the images I remember of my my grandfather over there. My grandmother, unfortunately, like always. She was many watching TV. She um had health issues. So um, but also like a just heartwarming, like her grandkids were everything to her. That being said, my dad has nine brothers and sisters. There are a lot of grandkids, a lot of visitors. Oh yeah. So yeah. the house was always lively, there was always kids, and they loved it both. Mm. But yeah, if you raised, I mean, if you went to a world war, if you went and NAM and raised nine children all healthy with their grandchildren i think you'd earned the right to not be shaken by anything anymore uh, yeah. just like enjoy Absolutely. the rest of your days you have
0: seen some shit at that point
1: yeah exactly
0: uh, uh, red uh, i'm curious though yeah do you uh see sort of how your father's turned into the grandfather figure
2: that's a very good question um yes um and and it's very surprising and that that's what where I was, I was headed uh, when I talked about the four figures that I see in oh, yes, yes. grandfather. Because I, I saw him uh, being the very shy grandfather when my son was born, because he, he he just simply had no idea what a grandfather is supposed to be. Yes, right. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you have you know your grandfather, and at the time, from what I've heard from his side of the family, it was like not fun mm. at all. So I believe he doesn't just, he didn't know how to behave with my son. At Like, what am I supposed to be for this baby, for this newborn, for this kid that is now now two, four, six, eight years old? Can I joke? Can I tinker him? Can I be severe with him if he's done something wrong Um, so I believe he he, he was very very shy at the beginning and he was um, maybe um, waiting for me to teach him uh, to be a grandfather in a way Mm. like we had to change our relationship with my dad um in in the past few years because he had to transition from being a father to being a grandfather yeah. because and and I had to show him that he wasn't my dad anymore I didn't need him as a dad anymore I needed him as a grandfather now yeah not only for me but also for my son right so I didn't need I I don't need him to uh teach me stuff anymore or to obviously I, I'm I'm happy when he's doing it but that's not what I'm I'm requiring from him. Like I want him to be the grandfather that he wants to be. He can be uh depending on, on how he feels uh with me my son and his capabilities capa- capacities. Mm. Uh-huh. so he, he was very very shy at the beginning and now he's trying to turn into this like funny grandfather like making jokes and <laughs> being being light-hearted
0: as you said jan about stuff like uh, it qu- doesn't really question. matter is 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 there like a dad level after dad jokes that he's reaching now yeah, is kind of. It? Yeah, yeah, kind of. No, granddad it, level of jokes. It, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least he's trying.
2: He's a bit. He's, he's a bit. Um, how do you say that? clumsy about it? Yeah. Because yes. he, he's not very comfortable. You, you, I, I see him trying, and sometimes failing because that that's something new for him. He has to reinvent himself all the time because my son is growing up, mm, and so yeah. you can't behave in the same way when you have when you are facing a two years old, a four years old, nine years old kid, it's very different because they grow up and they do different things. And so and it plus it was the first time. But now my my brother has has a daughter and she's two and so seeing my dad for the second time being a grandfather with that little girl who's absolutely adorable by the way. Uh, and holding her hand and going for a walk not far away but and playing with dolls it's like something I've never seen from my dad but he learned yeah but he learned now and he's doing it and he's I'm sure he's liking it even though it's not in his uh, personality in his, in his character to like, yeah, I'm going to play with my granddaughter, the dolls, for five hours. What? Yeah, and so what? <laughs> he's absolutely yeah. not like that. But he's doing it and he's enjoying it uh, because he's no, he, he knows that he's 75 and we had a discussion not that long ago about the time that we had left together. So he's very much aware of uh, where is he going in a few years? Like, he's aware of that. And it, now he, he's done fighting. He's done arguing. He's done wasting his time for futilities, I think, which is great. It's wise. That's something I was waiting for years. But now he's reached that point of, no, I just want to be a grandfather. Leave me alone. I will, I want to enjoy my grandkids. I want to enjoy my kids. I want to enjoy enjoy my life and my wife till I'm dead and all the problems like just fuck off I'm not into that anymore so that's great because I was I'm very much like him and I was uh, also a spectator of him being a dad and getting angry for stupid stuff like I'm getting angry about stupid stuff all the time and you're also French but we yeah we are french so we that that's what we do but um your genes are working against you <laughs> exactly but it's it's great to see him um finally finally be
1: cool and the be- love of fires remained sorry mm-hmm.
0: <laughs>
2: finally be be i i can't say in peace because i i I believe we in the family will never be in peace with anything um
0: Uh, i'm referring to my previous comment
2: (laughs) yeah but but um yeah i think he is is he has accepted now that he was a grandfather which is great and that he wanted to be a good grandfather like very different from his father and maybe his own grandfather for which uh, he, he has great respect, though. He respected his dad, he respected his grandfather. Like, for him, his own grandfather is a hero. He was um, fighting during the war. He has a lot of medals, yeah. including the uh, biggest honor that you can have in France, like the Le- Chevalier de la Légion d'Honneur. Um, Bless you. Yeah, it doesn't speak to you, but it's like the medal that you can have. it's
0: and... m- Purple Heart Medal of Honor kind of? Yeah,
2: some something close to that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so he, he it's absolutely his hero and he know he can't compete with that kind of man because the time have changed and he's not required to. So he did his best for uh like his job, taking care of the house, taking care of us, providing for us. Uh, and and now he has to relearn everything because he doesn't have to provide anything to my my son. He just has to be the grandfather that he probably never had and never learned never learned to be. So it's very difficult, I think, to to make this transition for men like my my dad from being just him and after that being a dad and after that being a grandfather. I mean. I hope you will see that uh yourself for yourself in your in your dad uh as when you have children because it's it's interesting to witness. Uh it's interesting to see how they they change and how they change also towards yourself because they can't yeah. shout at you anymore when you're a dad. <laughs> like you can just say "shut up." You're old. You're a grandfather now. I I I don't have to listen to you because, I, I I mean, you still do. You still listen to them because that's your dad, and good advice is good advice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But there is also this this role uh, has changed. The, the 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 role that he has to have in the family for the good balance of the relationship has to change somehow.
0: I I have noticed some of that change already though, mm-hmm. because. Um, I have a couple of stepsisters on either side now, and one on each side has, uh, has has both have a, had a, a kid, mm-hmm. and it is interesting to see both my mom and my stepdad and my dad and my stepmom mm-hmm. kind of turn into these grandparent figures.
1: Isn't yeah. it funny how they can jump back and forward though, from being grandparents to suddenly being parents again?
0: Yeah, but it doesn't
2: always work.
1: When, yeah. when oh, my it was, dad. Really, it still works really well with mine. <laughs> the small ones are there, like my dad can be yelling at me, and then it's the small one. He's like, oh, yeah. And then the yeah, kid, oh, no, but, turns around, and I was <laughs> there. <but, laughs> okay.
2: The other way around is not possible with me. When I see my dad sitting on the couch uh, playing mm. doll with his granddaughter, and twenty seconds later, like shouting at me because I did something wrong. Fuck like, like, no, that doesn't work. I mean, look <laughs> <Yeah>. at you—you are <laughs> holding a
0: doll.
1: Exactly.
0: It's like trying to have an argument with someone in like a, a mascot costume or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. dress as a bunny. Exactly. Yeah.
1: I mean, yes, doesn't work. I mean, they can switch in their behavior. It's not mm-hmm. that they're having the same effect on you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: absolutely yeah. Uh, and, and to be fair, like I. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of how... I mean, because I'm not there all the time while they're interacting with their grandkids. Mm -hmm. And it's also, quote-unquote, step-grandkids, even though, like, at this point, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, So it is an interesting thing to... Not so much in the moment. How did I notice those changes? But uh, especially with my dad, like, in hindsight, over the last two years, Mm yeah, there's been a difference. There's been a change with him. Yeah, but in uh, also because like uh, he has three, he has had three joint replacements over the last two decades. Mm. Like he is turning more and more into a cyborg yeah. because his body is absolutely shit broken. Uh, not for long.
2: If he's replacing parts all the time, he's going to turn into a rubber cup. It's going to be great.
0: Oh no, no. Like on, honestly, like not that I've actually written my dad's eulogy yet, but. I, I I have written few, many jokes about how this ma- old man needs to be recycled when he goes <laughs> into the grave. Uh, and I know it will kill at least my family. Uh, that's a bad metaphor to bring in that comparison. But uh, yes. Um, but no, it, it's... I don't know. It, it's just an interesting things, uh, thing. And it's... kind of, I think, just going in that style of everything is changing all the time. mm anyway yeah for sure it is just curious to see sort of the cause and effect of things and be conscientious about why it's happening Mm. and have that sort of uh third man perspective kind of speak kind of of speaking of the situation and see like oh i recognize this situation Mm. like i recognize how i am treating my kid i recognize suddenly how my dad is treating my kid as my grandfather treated me yeah and things like that maybe not like in specifics but the feel of it the emotions of the moment
2: no you're 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 absolutely right was this afternoon i was cleaning my car and i remember very vividly the uh, one day uh, so my car was dirty because when i pick my, my my son from school i give him uh, a snack right Yes, hmm. He has usually two cookies. And when you eat cookies in a car, the car gets dirty. You have yeah, a lot crumbs. of crumbles crumbs. everywhere. Crumbs, right? that's the word. Yeah. Crumbs. Um so once in a while I have to clean the car, right? I remember very vividly one day I was coming back from school and it was a Saturday morning and my dad was cleaning the his car. Hmm. For the same reason, a lot of crumbs <laughs> from my snacks. And he gets yeah. super angry because it was hard for him to clean that that car. It, it, it was taking probably too, too long or it was exhausting to just do it because it was hot or whatever. I remember him shouting at me and like, yeah, you're never going to eat a snack anymore in my car. And so I was wondering... What should I do with my son? Like, what? What is there something that I should apply to my kid because it's exactly the same situation, right? Mm. Didn't think too much about that. Went uh, to pick up my kid at school. Uh, we got into the car, and I told him, "Look, I've cleaned the car. It's mm. it's all clean now." And he was like, "Oh, sorry, it was because of me." And he just stopped me there, and I was like, wow. "Fuck!" He's, he's 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 a different kid, but he's a great kid. And I said, I, my only answer was, "No, it's not because of you. You're a child. It's it's normal for you to have a snack after school. Don't worry too much about that." And
0: it's normal for you to make a mess when you- exactly. Yeah. So
2: don't don't. Worry too much, but that's my job to clean the car. So, the way my dad was reacting, the way I am reacting is very different because also I've learned from my dad being mad at me that day that that's not the relationship that I want to have with my kid. That's not the reaction that I want to have to my kid. And sometimes, having done that in a different situation, and my dad, I've been having been. Being, uh, a witness of my reaction mm-hmm. changed him and mm-hmm. turned him into the grandfather that he is now because he was like oh I remember when that happened between Red and I I reacted that way and now he's faced with the same situation with his kid and he's not reacting the same way so it, it's it probably make him uh, it's making him think about what he've thought, what he's done in the past with me and what he needs to be doing now as a grandfather so yeah I think it's very interesting to be in in the middle like the ham in the sandwich between my dad and my son <laughs> to...
0: oh we tend to say the shit in the middle but that's...
2: <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's interesting to have this point of view on my past as a child what I'm doing as a father with mine and and witnessing my dad being a grandfather or becoming this grandfather the only regret that I have with my grandfather, though, because I have one, was at the end of his life. He was watching a, a TV and it was a soccer game, and I I knew at that time it was like near the end. He died like probably one one months later, um, and I was very I was sixteen at the time, seventeen, so I was like stupid dumb piece of shit of teenager that know nothing about life but pretends to know everything, right? I was sitting next to him and I was very tempted to hold his hand and saying to him that I I loved him, right? I didn't do that because I was shy. Um that that's my biggest regret in life. So Hmm. before going to our focuses of the week, uh, if you are listening to this, if you still have your grandfather, your grandmother, Call them, go to see them, hug them, hold their hand, uh, because one day it's going to be too late and you will regret it for the rest of your life.
0: I'd like to add on top of that. And this is something uh, me and my brothers have been doing for a little while, and is to record conversations.
2: Mm. Also, yeah.
0: With the family. Like, uh, my, my, my nan turned. My my nan and I have the same birthday, and she turned ninety four, yeah, uh, recently. And uh, but for her ninetieth birthday, sort of before the dementia was uh, noticeable at least, mm-hmm. we, we sat down for two three hours and just talked, asked questions about like how did you grow up, how did you meet our grandfa- grandfather? That's great. Uh, and stories like that. And I I've been hesitant about doing more of that with the dementia now. But I think I should get back into doing more, some of those, because this is still her, yeah, it, it, and it doesn't need to be like we, we recorded to make a YouTube video to make a proper memory video out of it, mm. uh, also because my brother studies, f- studied film and is studying to be a screenwriter. Yeah. Uh, so it was like this was f- sort of a fun exercise for him as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but try I would just recommend people at home to like go on your phone find the voice record app, Yeah. put that somewhere where it's easy to use and just use that. Just, oh, here's a conversation. We're we're approaching a topic I can ask about, like, what was the best gift you got for Christmas? What's yeah. the best birthday you can remember? Yeah. What's the one time you got in trouble for something? Like, capture those stories because it's, it's so damn easy and you don't need to do any editing to it at all, but it will be tremendous amount of fun i think in hindsight in years later to actually have those laying about and be able to go back and listen to them Hmm. and also for that matter oh you're i think you've been telling this story in five different ways for the last decade (laughs) yeah (laughs) let let, let us let us create some kind of canon to the family history
2: that's great do that with your parents too as well
0: as i said because every time we remember things the memory changes. The story mm. will change no matter what. I, but that doesn't actually matter. I just think it's important to actually capture the stories unless yeah. you really want to have fun with listening to like, oh, here's the story he told about that event as a kid when he was 40. Here's 50. Here's 60. Here's 70. Yeah. Which which could be a fun experiment. Um, but no, just have that voice record app available. Put your phone at the table. Turn that on. Uh de- depending on wiretap loss where you are. Uh, <laughs> don't tell them. Just make it an actual conversation. Yeah. And focus. Do you wanna start? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start fight. Fight fight. <laughs> no 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 fight
2: between us. Uh I'm gonna fight I'm I'm gonna not gonna fight. I'm gonna start. Um, uh, this week we've lost a, a fantastic Japanese musician called Ruichi. Sakamoto uh who made a lot of music that you surely know but probably don't know that it was him uh including uh, Merry Christmas Mr. Lawrence uh There's this movie called Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence, with uh, David Bowie. Uh, He was playing it. He made the music. It was absolutely fantastic. Um, You know the theme, probably. He made dozens of music for commercial movies. Uh, Even recently, he made some ringtones for Nokia's phone, like, a few years ago. Um, Anyway uh he was a he was a nice guy uh with a nice way of seeing things and speaking about music i was absolutely in love with some of his work um so if you don't know Ryuichi Sakamoto uh i will really encourage you to go on the internet find whatever you can find about him and his music and his work and just listen and get 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 lost in his music because it's 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 really good so yeah it's uh it was a sad day the other day when i learned that um we lost him because i was yeah it, it was an important person in my I life
0: i think he had himself a youtube channel i just googled him and i think he has a youtube channel probably so yeah yeah which 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 seems to be like actual parts of works for many of the things he did
2: is it the boiler room that you're looking at uh
0: the what no, no. Uh, there's no. a
2: youtube channel with videos about about him and just called boiler. No, this, uh, no, anyway
0: this is a youtube channel with his name with uh, a photo that looks like it could be the same guy as happened to pop up when i googled the name
2: uh yeah okay uh, on, we'll, on wikipedia we'll put um we'll put the link to this channel or whatever Seeing that the nice one, uh don't worry. Yeah, that's probably that
0: that one. Composers are interesting people. Yeah. Sort of just on, not not sort of not to stay in the very metaphysical la- realm of things anymore, but they are sort of creating the whole atmosphere of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or of whatever work their music is put into. Yeah. I have, to, I have
1: to check them out later because I don't want to switch out of this tab.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. Uh, stick stick to recording us and not random youtube videos exactly <laughs> uh jan you
1: want to go uh sure um because we had about family today i actually want to put the focus on my cousin he yeah. started his apprenticeship as a tattoo artist um a little while ago and he is really he's heavily into tattoos he is heavily tattooed but uh it's more the art he does and now taking his art and also learning to be a tattoo artist is, um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it because I'm looking forward to getting a couple of tattoos from him. I love his design. Um, I love his prints. He has an Instagram, and it's yeah. um Henry Keller Tattoo, all written together. I'm gonna post it later. So, yes. his name Henry Keller, and he's um like down at Lake Constance. Uh, apprentice at a tattoo artist, and the reason why I want to put a focus on him is he got his well not he got his first tattoo, but he did his first tattoo today on himself. Oh, oh. and posted a picture of it. There's also pictures of all of his prints and of him um, on his Insta. So I invite everyone to stop by, take a look at the art he's doing because the the, the prints he has and the art he does is like the kind of a classical style. Mm-hmm. And I really like it.
0: Cool.
1: Yep, so that's that. Henry Keller tattoo.
0: Very cool. Uh, but do you do need to give me the link because I can't spell that, apparently.
1: Yeah, no problem.
0: And my focus is a massive fuck you to Duncan because <laughs> okay. he got me playing Terra Nil and it's wonderful. Which one? And I hate them for it, because it's a wonderful game, but it's too short. Terranil? Terranil is like the opposite of a city builder. You are restoring the ecosystem. Okay. That sounds interesting. Uh, I've been kind of sick and under the weather for the last couple of weeks, and uh, Civilization was sort of my go-to wonderful game to just kick back and relax. Yeah. But it keeps on crashing uh, after the last couple of Windows updates. So it was just shy of unplayable okay so I need something else and Duncan recommended Terra- a new computer uh, also but money first <laughs> yeah but I talked to Duncan and he recommended Terra Nil and I didn't want to but he was right it's a wonderful <laughs> game Duncan is often right like always yes but we don't we don't encourage him uh, okay. <laughs> uh, no it's yeah like I said it's it's the opposite of a city builder you want to like Restore the ecosystem, bring animals back. You take this polluted hellscape and you start to clean the earth and clean the oceans and you like want to bring back plants and you want the right distribution of things. Yes. And then you want to get animals in there and you need sort of the ecosystem to function all of that. It's not a big game, it's not a complicated game. Mm-hmm. I think I, I did absolutely all of the achievements in less than fifteen hours. Including one that is uh mildly irritating to get because it uh requires very fine management to ma- to get going mm-hmm. oh. but it's uh no it, it's a, it's just a fantastic chill game and when you get it to work it just really really feels good cool so terranil Nil you'll uh, you're, you're going to find it anywhere you buy games but I'll I'll leave a link to the website of the game itself
1: terranil found it Oh, I'm just going to watch a Let's Play that's going to be
0: no, fantastic. No, actually, actually, though, uh, it is free to play on Netflix.
2: Okay. Cool. Yeah,
0: Netflix games. If you download the Netflix app on your f- on, on uh, Android device, uh, okay. you can play it there, apparently. if uh, Also, there, it's actually well worth to check out the game catalog on Netflix on your phone.
1: Okay. We'll check that I out. I didn't even know there was a game catalog.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, they don't market it. It's just there. Anyway. Any last little tiddly bits? Not from my side. don't think so. Cool. Then we can all fuck off again. And exactly. And not talk to each other for another week. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what we do. No, that, That's what
2: we pretend
1: to do. But well. we've, been, we've been really busy and quiet this week in chat. This, yeah, yeah. this week, yeah. This that, week, that's true. We have.
0: Yeah. But that, that's how it goes. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us collectively and maybe tell us that we need to talk to each other more often, <laughs> you can do that at Two Thirds Focused on any of the mostly social places. And you can find me at redsmithluan and luansmed.no.
2: And you can find me at the redsmith or redsmith everywhere on the internet, more specifically at theredsmith.com.
1: And you can find me on the or Jan Maxwell on Insta.
0: Wonderful. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Have a good week. Bye bye.